much you wish you could be here because we spend most of our time talking about the 1997 Cleveland Indians. That's who true. Who are a, a laudable team that really got a short. Joey Bell short or short. Albert Bell? What did you call him then? Um, <laughs> sir. Oh. At the time, I called him Albert Bell, and then he left, and I really, really started <laughs> that Joey thing. Didn't it, isn't it, wasn't there an Albert Bell story recently? Like something yeah, bad he, happened. Yeah, he turned up bad in Phoenix. Oh, oh, yeah, he was kind of getting a little nutty. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's an old. Could have guessed that was going to happen. Yeah. That'll happen in Phoenix. Yeah. I was in Phoenix one time. It was 106 degrees. I was with my son, and we were standing outside, and my shoes literally melted onto the pavement. That happened. I don't doubt that. Okay. All right. Welcome, welcome to the drill. To the drill. There right. it is. We do that stuff. Hey, Tommy. Hey, Stevie. I, if I were to say. Is Stevie okay to say? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. What about Johnny? Johnny? Uh, no, I'm not a fan of Johnny. I, no. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think when I call you John John? <laughs> okay. Thank you. What is your nickname then? Uh, John. Is that it? Yeah, pretty much. What yeah. is John your full name? No. Or is it Jonathan? I am a Jonathan. J O N A T H A N. Yes. Okay. Yeah, look at you. Spelling. Did you did you used to um, You're not love rollerball? Indiana rollerball. Jonathan. No. Jonathan. No, Arizona. I'm actually. Uh, I don't think I've seen the original rollerball. James Conn. I saw the uh, remake with yeah. uh, was it John Travolta? Uh, was it John? No. No. It was, uh, Nicholas Cage, right? Uh, He's in cool every J movie. Was in it. Uh, oh my lord. So wow. you're, you're and you're not cool if we call you Stefan. <laughs> no. <laughs> Enough of this name game. Hey. The nice hot place in Phoenix. If you had a month in your office pool for how long the Zlatan honeymoon would last? First of all. You win. Yeah. First of all, Beto is not here. Yeah. Beto and Eric is not here. No. Yeah. It's a, it's a And I think crew. we got to call them out for not being here. Well, that's what we're talking about. They don't want to win. <laughs> well, Beto actually is a professional and actually has a ton of work lately. He's yeah. like, he just kills. And without an agent. Yeah, that's right. He's his own yeah. guy, right? But I think we should call him out just based on uh, words of wisdom that Zlatan has given us. That's what we were talking about. Zlatan, after a month of being with the Galaxy, and at, at first it just couldn't have worked out any better. Yeah. But the past couple of weeks, not so good. And um, they lost, I think, 3-2 to two to the Houston Dynamo. Which he doesn't even know what a Dynamo is. It does not matter. A Dynamo has beaten us. It seems like to call someone a Houston Dynamo, that should be like like someone's <laughs> club act. I'm a Dynamo, like Houston no, Dynamo. No, I think half yeah. the strippers in Houston oh. are called Dynamos. <laughs> I'll have to ask them. Um, Bring it back in. Former Fe Lakers. <laughs> Phoenix and Houston. Um, when is it okay to – is it okay for Zlatan to call out a team he's only been with for a month? I was trying to think of something in L.A. again to compare this to, and you remember Gibson when he first came to the Dodgers in 88, the yes. whole spring training thing with the eye black? No. I, that's yeah, why we're going to – this is actually this good. This is history uh, lesson, yeah, right? Yeah, So Gibson is in spring training, and Jesse Orozco, who comes over from the Mets, decides to put eye black in his cap. Right. So Gibson puts the cap on. Now there's eye black around his forehead. Everyone's laughing at him. And right. Gibson goes ape shit and says, "We're not put. We're not doing this. Right. We're, not, we're not playing grab ass this right. year." Coincidentally, they win the World Series right. that year based on Gibson, and like they all sort of like took this underdog role. Gibson sort of rallied them as the hard ass that's going to wake up L.A. Right. Right. Maybe Slotin's doing the same thing. Funny thing about that, by the way. Th 
that story got around and basically won him the MVP because he actually didn't have great <laughs> statistics no, that year. 25 homers, 76 RBI. I think I mean, he hit he like 280. Yeah, or right. Something like that. But it was that story yeah. about about bringing people because together. Because he was valuable to pulling that team together. It was a, pull, a bunch of misfits. Here's the, here's the difference, though. <laughs> Gibson already had standing in Major League Baseball because oh, yeah. he'd had the World Series with, with Detroit. Tigers, four years earlier. And I think he was really seen as a team guy. He'd been a football player, all that kind yeah. of thing. Was Lockton, I'm not sure that. <laughs> no. How many teams has he been with, John? I'm not sure off the top of my head. Give me a second. It's a lot. He's a mercenary soccer player, and, right? And you get the feeling if he's criticizing, it's because you're making him look bad. <laughs> right? It's not like, oh, I really want the team. Like, I could see him saying, oh, come on, you were letting down the L.A. Guardians. It's, ga <laughs> it's Galaxy. Galaxy. Whatever. Right. Yeah. So can you think of anything similar? I don't know if no, Kobe, the, ever, the, Kobe the, ever called anybody out. No, Kobe <laughs> demanded to be traded. <laughs> that's it. He's well, a, that's what I'm waiting for Zlatan to do next, to I be love traded. Kobe. He's exactly like Trade me. Trade me, right? Totally passive-aggressive. Oh, it's getting, I'm out. No, no, no. I'm not, no, I'm not going to talk. You're great. You're great. I'm gone. Yeah, exactly. This should be the ninth team. The Galaxy's the ninth team that he's yeah. played for. John, you, you actually follow the Galaxy probably more than most of us, right? Sure. You think it's you think it's fair? Yes. Yeah. Because and is he the guy to do it? He's he is the guy to do it because he's the best player on the team. Yeah. He's the leader. He's the number one. I mean, yeah. Isn't there guys that have been with the team like four or five, six years that should be stepping? But they've been horrible. But they haven't been good. They've, yeah. They've, they've gotten the rid team, of most of them. Uh, well, there's only one player I believe left over from the the last cup, and I think that's uh, De La Garza. Um, mm. So only one player remains from that team. So it's yeah. uh, the not Dos even Santos a coach. Brothers like, yeah. haven't really yeah. uh, been as great as they can. Geo's had little flashes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought he'd be a much bigger star. Yeah, a yeah. lot of people did. Yeah. Um, and then like they had Steven Gerrard for a little bit, and mm -hmm. he was kind of the leader, but that not really. Kind of, that, that was, was a bad failed. one too. Yeah. That was a failed experiment. So uh, he has walked in on a team that didn't make the playoffs last year. Yeah. That uh, has, outside of him, just not been a very good team. Right. So and a talented team that they, just not they, yeah like they playing have up talent, to their but they haven't up played to up to the level yeah. that they could. And yeah, yeah they've been a, a fairly, uh, frankly, a disappointment. Even with him a little yeah. bit, but he's no, he's right. They should they he's the one to call him out because he's the best player, one of the best players in the world. Yeah. And he's. Asked if he's going to be that one, and he has to step up and do that. He has to step up and. That's do that. a danger of, of this kind of signing when you when you sign someone this high profile. It can look really nice at first, but it can turn ugly really quick. Because if they keep losing, he it, it is like when Kobe was on those bad Laker teams. It just it doesn't it doesn't look right. It's like when the, when there's it was like Game Seven with the Dodgers. Everyone's excited, and then it just turns, and all of a sudden the crowd is so quiet that it just dooms the Dodgers, like you can tell. It just kills them. If something like this keeps going, it, this could be kind of bad for them. Zlatan's well, quote, and actually, they're now referring to him as Ibra in headlines. Yeah, I don't get it's that. It's to shorten it. I don't either. Yeah. Ibra. E either I wake up and I take care of it, or we all wake up. Well, then you do <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't have to wait. I, I get to keep sleeping? I know. Please. <laughs> yeah. Be my guest. You're welcome. Now, I don't understand. We were talking about this. The, the nickname Ebra, what, Zlatan isn't awesome enough? It's It, it sounds it's like perfect. a Star Wars character. It's, it's got L.A. in it. It's got the whole marketing it's thing. It's got a Z yeah. or oh. Z, as they say in, in Europe. And, he, and Tan, which is people in L.A. <laughs> it, it works on so many levels. It's, yeah.
All right, Eric is not here. Eric is dealing with car issues. Is that right, John? Yes. His okay. his awesome uh, his SUV is on his last legs apparently. Oh, okay. So, so he can't he can't uh, uh, count can't me down. So I'm gonna count me down here. So we're gonna do the drill. Got two lovely items. Uh, let's start in here, three. I'll, I'll oh, count you down. Okay, I'll good. Count, you down. count me down. All right, there's my uh, stupid uh -huh. timer. If I could find it on my phone, there we go. All right, here we go. Here, here we, we go. go. Here we go. Here we go. All right, in three, two. One. So, uh, we just <laughs> we just watched LeBron James once again dispatch the Toronto uh, Raptors, and uh, w while this wasn't totally unexpected, it, it makes me think now. A couple months ago, it seemed to a lot of people a fait accompli that LeBron was going to leave Cleveland, and for a lot of people that he was going to come and play with the Lakers. I was talking with John about this. At what point do the cap does the Cavaliers season get so successful? that you can't, in kind of good conscience, leave the team. They're about to go to the conference final where they'll probably play the Boston Celtics. Now, I don't think they're going to beat this. I don't know if they're going to beat the Celtics. The Celtics... 20 oh, no, seconds. No. Yeah, they're on a run. But if if he does get to the final, can he leave the Cavs? This might be the worst thing that could happen to the Lakers. I'm asking John Ten. now. Yep. Nine. Johnny? Yeah. What do you think? All right, so I'm stopping the clock yet. That's fine. Five. From the uh, town. And you... you you are uh, surrendering your last five seconds. That's fine. Um, I don't think he leaves. I've been saying this from the beginning. I don't think he leaves. I don't think he's going But anywhere. having nothing to do with the success of the team? Uh, I d yeah, I don't think it matters. I think if they win the championship this year, it was gonna what he was going to do is going to be the same. Right. Um, if, they, if they'd been beaten by the Pacers... If Do you they think had he been leaves? beaten by the Pacers, I think there was uh, there was a better chance of him leaving at right. that point. Um, but I still didn't think he was leaving, and I definitely don't think he's coming west. Right. I don't think he wants to deal with the West. Why right. should he deal with the West when he can? Uh, he might not his, get out of the first round. Right. When yeah. he's in his, his better yeah. year, his yeah. better entry point is somewhere is, is in the East. He has yeah. a much higher percentage yeah. of yeah. Especially winning with a championship. Philadelphia team. Oh, my gosh. If that, that would be yeah. the one where I would say, yeah. like, if he went to Philadelphia, I wouldn't oh be gosh. totally surprised. Yeah. yeah. Because that just – that team is, you know, they've they've done what basically oh the Cavs did before he came to the Cavs. Yeah. They had a lot of high draft picks and drafted fairly well. Couldn't you argue that the, the Cavs right now is constituted with Clarkson, Nance, and Hood have almost as much as young, young talent as the Lakers do anyway? Right, I mean. Yeah, it wouldn't be a talent thing for him yeah. to come to L.A. No, it's, it wouldn't a, be. If it's a choice of life. If he's picking a team to go to where he thinks he could win a championship, yeah, he's not coming to the Lakers. No. Yeah, because they are not winning a championship or no. with that. or Clippers. Yeah. yeah. Oh no. no. Not oh, no. the Clippers either. No. It would seem the Sixers seem the, the most natural. Although a lot of people point out that he and Ben Simmons basically play the same position and Ben Simmons interesting enough has really kind of struggled now against the Celtics he's kind of yeah. been exposed a little because yeah. he can't shoot yeah. and maybe being around LeBron maybe could help that but maybe could really retard his progress too I mean I don't know it uh that's an interesting uh wouldn't it be funny if uh, they traded Kyrie for LeBron and he went with Boston they're not going to trade Kyrie <laughs> for LeBron. <laughs> Kyrie is unwelcomed at this point in Cleveland because he, uh, in his leaving Cleveland, he yes. called it uh, like not a real city That's and stuff nice. like that. So, yeah. I'm done with this topic. That's not cool. I'm done. Okay. Drill number two. Did I look disturbed? I'm sorry. <laughs> you I'm sorry. I'm you supposed to be more cordial. You seem so nonplussed. I'm sorry. I have a big event coming up soon in the show, and I'm preparing <laughs> mentally. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. Here we go. <laughs> 
All right, three, two, one, go. Hey, I just want to apologize to Mike Trout, okay? Because over uh, this, this, by the way, is our tenth sure. drill. So, yeah. so we're we're in a double here. We're double figures, and several times on these shows, we're not I, turning back. I have kind of knocked Mike Trout for not being a star, and that's so stupid because I, I was pointing out that he's not the kind of guy who's going to show up on Instagram doing wacky things or saying wacky things. But the fact is, he's a once-in-a-lifetime talent. Other once-in-a-lifetime talents like Lou Gehrig and, and Willie Mays were not hey, expected Garen. to be stand-up comedians or singers. And I don't expect George Clooney to hit 450-foot uh, you know, home runs. Yeah, and Mike Trout does his job better than almost anyone like ever. And you were telling me that apparently there are these videos of, of him signing autographs, people losing their minds. He is Kids, a nice, especially. sweet guy. He's this great guy in the locker room. I, I've seen him firsthand in, in an angel locker room. He's he's the most perfect kid. I, I would love to have him as my kid. Right. Just to see the way he treats people and, and acts with, with his fame and not as full of himself. Yeah. He's a genuine person, yeah. which, of course, I don't get. Oh, I would hate to have him I'm go to the Phillies. Because I'm a complete fraud. I would hate to have him go to the Phillies eventually, but yeah. that's where he's from, and I think that might wow. be the perfect game. And then, of course, they always talk about him and uh, Bryce Harper being with the Yankees. I don't see that. But they're paying attention. Oh, I think he seems perfectly no. fine here. Yeah, he's fine. Perfectly I, he, fine. He doesn't need any limelight. He, right. He, he knows wh how good he is. He's just not into that. No. I'm sorry. You're great. Keep doing you. Beautiful. On behalf of Mike Trout, yes, I, uh, you need to work on that apology some more. <laughs> Why? That didn't you, seem you, real. You, no, no, no. It seemed real. You okay. just need to continue apologizing. Yes, it's because true. Because that has been one of your uh, things. Is you, yeah. the, you're, you're big on the star power. <laughs> it's then true. Then we will call you a Mike Trout apologist, which will ruin all your journalistic credibility. It, I'm totally oh. fine with you being a Mike Trout apologist, <laughs> by the way, because as a non-Angel uh, fan, yeah. Mike Trout is the most impressive baseball player oh, I've ever seen. Sure. Oh and yeah. uh, so we cover, uh, uh, we're going on five years now, we've covered the Little League World Series. Yeah. Uh, one of the big things that they have with Little League World Series is the kids have the, this questionnaire they fill out, and it is overwhelmingly Mike Trout. Mike Trout, Mike wow. Trout is the favorite player of Little Leaguers for yeah. the last five years. Right. And uh, the only one who's kind of, a little bit uh, in, in moved in on his territory is uh, Jose Altuve, and I'm yeah. pretty because he's sure small. Yeah. that's because he's yeah. five six, yes. and these yeah. kids are like, "Hey, I, yeah. I'm going to be five six right. at least." Yeah. So, or I'm taller than the LMVP. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But that's yeah, I was thinking maybe Har yeah. Bryce Harper much. A uh, little, little bit of Bryce yeah. Harper love, not as much. But he's, see, he's see, much I, more a baseball writer's fan. Like, I think. They love see, him. this is the thing. I think the young generation. I hate sixes. <laughs> The young generation, they one thing they appreciate most of all is genuineness, like like being real. And that's what the video proves that. Yeah. Or just a guy who's going to knock the shit out of a ball. <laughs> it is true. Oh, my God. Did you he, see the one he hit the other day? He just broke the stat caster or whatever they call it. The, he the, does the, have a beautiful the stat cast. Uh, yeah. He's got, it, he's got it all. He's he amazing. He may, it, it's a weird thing of physics that um, <laughs> left-handed batters always have more beautiful swings. Uh, aesthetically, the yeah. right-hand batters. Right-handed batters always, it just looks very utilitarian. Yeah. He has a gorgeous swing. It's just beautiful. Well, it's, yeah, it's perfectly balanced. Yeah. You can see the art, the angles and everything. Yeah. It's just, it's always on. He's always on. I mean, he's, he, he doesn't miss pitches either. He, but let me ask you this, Tommy. If he hit yes. a, if he had a grand slam <laughs> to win the World Series, 
and he was coming, and, and he touched home base, I, and what was happening, he came running to you, and he went to give you a high five, Tommy. You as be, a reporter, would you high five him? I wouldn't him? be on the field, no. I would get out of the way as much as possible. Because that's not your role. Well, I was in this position once before when the Kings won their first Stanley Cup championship in 2012. They told us, all right, you have to interview the players on the ice, right? Right. So they lead all the reporters on the ice. I go, I do not belong here. There were right. parties going on. There were hugs. Yeah. I, yeah, I needed quotes for a story. Yeah. I don't belong here. This was like I was so not wanting to be there. It's right. Like it, 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 we Which is the way most people feel when you show up. It's like, God, he really shouldn't be here. Well, I don't want to be I'm in a locker room where they're spraying champagne and stuff either. Yeah. I stay off to the side. This is their moment. Right. I'm not part of this team. I'm reporting on it. So bring it up because for this week's biz – the business. What I forgot the song already. <laughs> it's business time. <laughs> Tommy, let's talk about it. The uh, I'll just get you started, and you you take it up. Uh, a week ago, Friday, the Dodgers combined for their first combined no hitter in Monterey, Mexico. Go. I'm watching the game and I'm listening to this moment, and I think Joe Davis describes it well at the end. I'm down typing, and then I get a text from my friend says, "Hey, did you just see this?" Alana Rizzo high-fived Dave Roberts after the game, and I said, I did not. I rewind. Oh, that's weird. I take a screenshot. I send it out as a tweet and basically say, I guess we're at a point where a Sportsnet LA employee can high-five the manager, and this is the way it is. For 60% of Southern California, <laughs> explain who Alana Rizzo is. She works for Sportsnet LA as right. a reporter. She's worked there since they launched the channel in 2014. And she's very good at her job. Yeah. She's tenacious. She's aggressive. She asks the right questions. She basically asks the first two or three questions after every game. Mm -hmm. Like uh, John Ireland with the Lakers. Yeah. Yeah. So I've had this opinion that she does her job well, and she, as a reporter, she is a journalist. Mm -hmm. Apparently sending this tweet out exposed the fact that most, well, most people on Twitter who were first responders to this tweet went out of their minds and were, you know, name-calling this and that. We don't consider her a reporter. It's funny. She's a reporter, not a journalist. And I go, I never thought those two were, all right. We're mutually, mutually exclusive. What yeah. am I missing? Let's right. let's talk more about it. Uh, you know, some, while it may be inappropriate to root and congratulate, I'm okay with it because she's part of the Dodger family. I said, well, okay, but... I'll bet you if you ask her, she wouldn't consider herself part of the Dodger family. She may be paid by them, but I think deep down she feels like she went to broadcast journalism school. She should be considered a broadcast journalist. So anyway, just it, it this whole discussion went crazy on Internet. I wrote a column about it for Sunday's paper. I'm still getting Twitter responses about it. Um, and we just wanted to throw it out as a subject. If you're an employee of the team, do you have to compromise your objectivity? And I think a great example that you brought up and why we need reporters, not just in the mainstream media, but in, in all people who cover a team, you want to get unbiased and fair and accurate news. I mean, maybe not in so much in your political stance. You, you want to lean one way or another. But in sports, right. apparently the response I was getting is they want fans covering the games. Mm -hmm. Um but, but the point I made You're there was if you want a fan's perspective, you want unbiased reporting. For example, Clayton Kershaw is now on the DL. When players go on a DL, that is a recipe for disaster because...
the player might think he's more hurt than the team or less hurt than the team. He might want to come back sooner or later. It's happened with Michael Jordan. It happened with Derrick Rose. It happens all the time. If you are being paid by the team, a lot of is paid by the team, and you are high-fiving people and you see yourself as connected to the team, well, chances are you might be giving that side of it. If you're able to somehow stay have a little professional distance but it's tough i understand see one thing that got um tom and i was when we were coming through a reporter and journalist were the same thing more and more we're seeing that a lot of people will say well they work for the team and they're a reporter and it's funny to see reporters like us get into television and guys like us will say i remember when they were great journalists yeah now they're tv personalities that appear to be cultivating information well and, and this brought up it, it's not really uh, alana now again i don't get the thing the the broadcast so i haven't seen alana everyone says she does a great job terrific no. that's wonderful it really wasn't so much about her but no. this blurring line that for me goes back to the early days of pti which is one of my favorite shows mike yeah. wilbon who was a terrific sports writer and always says that in the in the past tense when he's talking yeah but he started talking about the chicago cubs as we yeah. what you need to understand is when when tom and i came up it, it was absolutely is, I think, still, still verboten to, to cheer in the press box. You're yeah. not supposed to have a favorite team. There's not supposed to be any appearance that you favor any one team over another. But certainly Because it's ES- a bad look for the industry. We, they want to be called out. Yeah. If we did something egregious like that, we would want someone to say, hey, you, you crossed the line. And you go, yeah, you're right. Right. Thanks, thanks for telling me that. Yeah. I didn't get this sense, and I was thank, I was getting thanked for telling something right. like that. I got more of a sense where the the we've had some sort of paradigm shift and maybe it's again us and that's why we want to ask John more about yeah. that what you know kind of what your thought about this whole process is does a team that own the the TV rights have the right to sort of control the message right or do you want uh, um, fans calling your games now I think there are there is a, a fine line on this um, you are watching the home show yeah that is kind of like I've always watched home shows, and this is coming up, learning television, learning production, and all that. Uh, even before that, I watched the home show expecting a little bit of homerism. Yep. That's kind of what you expect. And it, it has, over the last uh, 10 years or so, gotten more homerism. Mm-hmm. Um, I watch a lot of Indians games uh, out here uh, still because thank you, T-Mobile. Uh, they give me the MLB premium package for the last three years for free as part of the major leagues uh deal with t-mobile yeah um so i've yeah i've gotten to watch a lot of indians games for uh free and they have a reporter whose name is uh uh, andre something is it's blanking me right now not dawson uh no (laughs) um but uh he uh same thing he's pretty chummy with the the team right um, but at the same time, because he's kind of chummy with the team, they open up to him a lot more. Sure. So as a, as a TV a program, and yeah. you get that, as a, and you, you get a good interview out of it. Right. And from what I've watched yeah. from uh, with uh, Alana, she gets uh, really good interviews out right. of these guys. She, mm-hmm. Dave Roberts, while he's he's a really personable guy anyway. Yeah. He's way nicer to her and yeah. way yeah. more yeah. open and honest with her than he is with. Tim Kirchin and mm. with yeah, every yeah. other uh, guy her. from like ESPN, he's got a he clearly trusts her. Yeah. So it's yeah. Uh, you know I kind of think it's a little overreaction. 
But um, see, you but hit on something, and you just used the term. He and I were speaking this morning about this before we came here, and I was saying, Tommy, I think more and more, again, younger people see sports as a television show. We saw sports as an actual ev- sporting event. As a thing to cover journalistically. But you kept calling it a show. And, and, and I think I was saying, like, yeah, an actual sporting event, you wouldn't be talking to the participants at halftime and things like that. More and more, I think young people uh, see the NFL, MLB as shows. It, it's 100% a show now. Yeah. It's yeah. They're miking up outfielders in yes. the preseason games. Um, which was hilarious. Which I know was the hilarious. One yeah. and that one, the one where they, you know, he's like, oh, oh God, I'm not, not going to get to <laughs> this yeah, one, I'm not going to get it. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. That stuff is great. And yeah. that stuff. And, and like, they want more of it. Yeah. And they want more of it. And, and, and I'll give you an example. Just this weekend, uh, we did a broadcast for ESPN3 for on Saturday for the uh, Boris Classic. Mm-hmm. Scott Boris, uh, his agency does a, a, a couple different tournaments in California, Arizona. I think it's in Nevada, but California and Arizona for sure. And the final was this Saturday up at Santa Clara University. Right. We had an in-game interview with the manager from Jay Sarah. Right. He's calling pitches from the dugout. The entire time he's calling, he's talking to us. He's doing calling pitches, hand motions, not missing a beat. Right. It's the most entertaining television I've seen yes. in like months, and it's it that's part of the show. Yes. Yeah. It's it yeah it happens to be they're coaching a game and yeah he's doing stuff that matters but. It's still funny, part of the show. And I was just thinking, that must be actually why the WWE is is getting more and more coverage on ESPN, and it doesn't seem I as distant. I don't get that at all. Yeah, but it doesn't seem yeah. as distant anymore from no. real sports since th- they're getting closer and closer. Yeah, but it was it, a guilty pleasure for sports writers like WWE. But now they, they want to cover it. But they always owned it. They'd always say yeah. we're sports yeah. entertainment. Yeah. And I think more yeah. and more, you're right, yeah. the football, basketball, baseball are saying yeah. the same thing, that we'll do – I mean, you know, it was the XFL that pioneered having the guy, uh, the cameraman, on the field. And the uh, spider cam yeah, above. Right, yeah. Which now they all do. And, well, because and they want games to look more like video games to appeal to a younger audience that's used to visualizing a game like that. Right. And, that was, and that's what it was pitched at. If yeah. you watch that 30 for 30, this yeah. is the XFL. It was pitched as, have you played Madden? Yeah. Yes, yeah. right. Then let's check, let's check out this way of doing the game. and. I'm watching the way that ESPN did those uh, Monday Night Football games. Yeah. Where it was 95% Skycam. Yeah. That was great. Yeah. It was absolutely awesome. Oh, I yeah. love seeing it. So the, as this thing, as this conversation evolves, you know, you have your first responders who are out of their minds. You have you know, 48 hours later people going, mm. yeah, you're making a lot more sense. And I, I take them all with equal weight. Right. Because I think the point I keep making on Twitter, and it's probably the wrong place to have a discussion. <laughs> <laughs> this is much better yeah, where you yeah. can give and take and listen to people. Right. Where you okay? Um, you do see John slipping you <laughs> off right now. Okay. I, I yeah, don't. Yeah. I don't blame him. <laughs> um, no, Twitter can be toxic. Oh, it's, yeah. It's, yeah, it's. Um, well, you had people calling your boss. Yeah. Fanboys well, calling your boss. Fanboys, right? yeah. yeah. And, and my point was too. I would have called out. This was Oral Hershiser doing it. Has she? Has she? Has Alana responded? Has she said like, "Oh, I just got caught She's up." She's not responded okay. in any way. And and to my point in my column too i think dave dave tom dave roberts, dave roberts instigated this high five the camera showed dave tom dave roberts <laughs> dave holding Thomas. a high five i'm hungry i yeah. want some <laughs> I want some wendy's they showed dave roberts holding his hand up then it alana comes into the picture and the, i could just hear the guy in the production truck going oh oh <laughs> and you, she gives him the five and she kind of backs off i right. captured it on tv i just happened to sort of put it out there so i was not I was sort of making fun of the thing, but because of the reaction, 
I just I wrote a column about it, and I explained. To be fair, this is how I think she she could have either not given the high five or turned away, which would make it even more viral, ridiculous right. reaction. And let's face it, so someone going high five. Win. Sometimes you'll just high five like, oh yeah, yeah, like yeah. A reaction. I'm not going to say, oh congratulations, Dave. Right. That was an experience <laughs> I'll never forget. Right, you know, yeah. I'm not that way either. I'm a human being, and she yeah. reacted in the moment, and I don't falter for that. I was faulting the whole. Hey, let's have a discussion about. Yes, I, I don't. I, from yeah. reading it, I don't think you were actually taking her to task as much, saying no. this kind of evolving right. nature. David of Vasse, who covers the team as a reporter for the Dodger co-owned yeah. radio station, is in the same predicament. I I like Vasse yeah. um, because I, I I was telling this to John that he seems to actually speak for the fans in that like. If someone's not performing, he will call that person out. Now, I never think that he's he's being totally objective. Or no, but I think he gets information. Again, people are yes. comfortable on the team with him. He he may sound a little chummy, but I think he's kind yeah. of this. You know, he he's not. He doesn't take himself too seriously. Yeah. Where Alana does seem to take herself seriously, and that's why I didn't. I feel like I overestimated her value to the broadcast, and and it, that's my mistake, right? What do you or mean? Or is it? Because I thought of her as a journalistic reporter, oh, okay. and if this this is not what she is, it's my mistake for assuming that this is what she is. Am I calling her out for being it? No. Let's just redefine the whole thing. But I think people, consumers of sports, yeah. should be more demanding of who is giving them information. I think you have to understand that we both come from the newspaper world, where if you were writing commentary, it would be on a page it called opinion or commentary. Right. And of course, this goes way beyond the, of sports. We see more and more, certainly with political coverage that what is presented as fact is, of course, opinion. And we see this on yeah. certain channels, and you know the channels I'm talking Whatever about. Whatever emotionally resonates with you is yeah. what you side with. And if yeah. you side with her emotionally as a non-journalist, right. that's what you're going to get. And Colin Coward has a great phrase for this. He says, most people don't want to get it right. Most people just want to be right, right? <laughs> yeah. and, right. and therefore, anyone who says like something him. that, yeah, exactly, like <laughs> that, that kind of yeah. validates what you think. Yeah. And so, yeah, just, I mean, just demand more, expect more. Don't lower the bar because you think you have to accept a team presented, you know, get your information from your sources that you trust. Yeah. And, and, you know. And the fact is, most reporters who cover teams, it's not like we're saying you've got to be the meanest uh, person in the world. You can't be that way. You actually have to be very nice. On a day-to-day basis, you have to to go with the flow of a daily. So you have to smile. You have to, you know, whatever you have to do. But high fives. Uh, it, it, w- it, it happened. Uh, if it was an entry point to the discussion. Just a, a quick thing. Uh, next time, uh, just throw your hand up in public and uh, see how many people give you high fives. <laughs> because <laughs> All it, is, the time. it is really hard yes. to turn down a good yeah. high You're right. Yeah. I, I must yeah. admit, so that is true. And if yeah. Dave Roberts. Uh, nice guy. Yeah. Nice guy. Yeah. I, you know, cool hard. guy. Yeah. Right. Personable yeah. guy. Yeah. Throws up his hand to give you a fair high point. five. I'm betting dollars to donuts that both of you guys would have it's a fair given point. him a high five back. It's a fair point because I remember, th- I think the very fair. first drill we did, <laughs> Beto went like this to present me and I shook his hand. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a fair point. Uh, we're almost it was a- an entry point. That's all it was. And it's a great discussion we can have. Yes. Another 20, 30 minutes on this later. I hope this breaks out into yeah. a drill bit which we can you know, Hey, sort. maybe. But yeah. Alana, you're doing good. Yeah, there you go. These. All right. Don't now, worry do you about have these any curmudgeons. No. We're no. Not. Okay. <laughs> now, do you have a... Raccoon update? A ra- not an update. Can you sort of tie this in a bow so we can move on, or do we need to know anything more? Well, <laughs> <laughs> so we thought they were gone. Then they showed up again. Now, th- I haven't heard them lately, but th- but I had the crew who put out the original traps, 
they came out and they were going to just take the traps. And I said, well, you haven't really done anything, you know? <laughs> oh, that's a good way to yeah, start. Yeah, yeah. I spent 150 <laughs> bucks. You've been out twice. First time to bring the trap. And then the second time when I said the trap hasn't done anything, you said, let's stick with the trap. They're like, okay. And now the trap has really become a term of irony, really, because <laughs> it's, it's, it's it's only a money trap. Yeah. You, so there are people that now want to live in this trap because they think <laughs> it's a great bargain. So they came out the Beach. other day and they moved the trap. So they moved the trap to a different place. I woke up this morning, still no raccoons. But I didn't hear them either, so I don't know what's going on. But someone was just telling me that on Channel 5 News this morning, they had a story when these raccoons are running around, it sounds like they're going to come through the ceiling. But I always say, well, of course that can't happen. Well, apparently it happened. And when the cops showed up, all the baby raccoons were on the couch, like oh. doing a little Netflix and chill. Oh. And there it is. And so, and then the 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 adult raccoon attacked the cop. Oh. Yeah. So that that's what I got. Yeah. Oh, and you know it's Mother's Day, and you want to be nice to mother raccoons. <laughs> it's true. It's true. They go through so much. But you put a... Because those father raccoons are such bastards. Well, they, yeah. they never stick around. They're awful. All right. I don't want to get into that. I know. Anyways, I'm sorry, Mike Trout. I really am. Anyways, this has been a pleasure. This has been fun. Uh, let's keep the discussion going about all things raccoons and don't, or don't high call fives. Out, don't call out your teammates. It's just not going to be a good look. Yeah, but but do call them. But Beto, them. would you get in here once in a while? I know. We miss you. We, we offer you all this stuff. Yeah. You we got a new thing back yes. there anyways let's get out of here uh please follow us on youtube and on facebook and on fatheroffthewall.com yes okay our twitter what are your twitter guys uh i am at steve lowry 12 thank you and right? i'm at just tom hofarth yeah okay uh, well, you can find me somehow yeah. you know yeah. however you, you we're choose. all linked to something yes we are all and, linked um, to something that's really deep <laughs> yeah, that's all great. <laughs> We're all big part of. We the gotta document. figure out how to end these things. We're We're they're they're always very unsatisfactory. That's true. Okay, so um, yeah, re that's reporting it. live from Carson. This is Tom Ofarth and Steve Lowry. Yeah. High five! Oh, no. oh come on! Oh. No, sorry. <laughs>